0: Hello, family. I wrote uh, about half of my sermon this week from our passage, Acts 3, 1 to 10, from the perspective of Peter and John as they care for this man who probably was a homeless man. He certainly was disabled. And I, I was just thinking about going into our new facility and how many of our new neighbors will be homeless. And I wondered what could this passage teach us about that, about extending hospitality to our homeless neighbors when they approach us for worship? And you know, th- there is a lot to be learned from the passage this way. Uh, Peter and John look the man in the eye. They, they give him respect and dignity. Uh, when Jesus heals him, he's restored to, to work. He's empowered to have a vocation. He's welcomed back into the community. There's a lot of interesting themes to to work with in this passage and maybe we can look at it again uh as our homeless neighbors are going to be a big part of our future um but on i guess it was thursday i was reading through the story on my porch and i just sensed the lord say okay now read it um from the perspective of the lame man um how are you like the lame man um and that that led to a totally fresh reading of of this story. And today, I'd I'd, I'd like to kind of walk through the passage with you that way. Um, Peter and John meet the lame man at the gate of the temple uh, at the time of the afternoon prayers. There were three different times of prayer at the temple; still are for devout Jews. Verse two says, "And a man and a man lame from birth was being carried." whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple that is called the beautiful gate. So this man is lame. Uh, the word means to, uh, to limp, to lack a foot, to um, be maimed. Uh, he's been lame from birth. This is something he struggled with all of his life. And he, he really is powerless to overcome this disability. There's really nothing he can do to change his situation. Um, we also know that in Greco-Roman culture, a uh, disability brought a person profound shame. The Greeks introduced this idea that uh, physical beauty revealed uh, inner beauty and that uh, any kind of uh, deformity or disabled uh, aspect of a person's body revealed that their character was disabled. And so... Disabled people were looked down upon. When um, a parent had a disabled child, they might throw them into the Tiber River. Uh, Circuses, uh, caged disabled people, put them on display for the entertainment of the masses. So um, it was a very difficult world. You felt a lot of shame if you were in that culture and you were disabled. One of the Hebrew words for uh, lame means to be dejected or despondent, and it's easy to understand why. Um, and so let's kind of shift this around a little bit. How are you like the lame man? Um, how do you feel powerless to change or where do you feel weak? What, what part of your life feels hopeless, like, like it can never change? Well, think about that as we read through the story and and ask, what what do we do when we feel powerless or hopeless to change a circumstance or a situation? Um, what does the story teach us about that? Well, the first thing the first thing that we notice is that this miracle takes place um, in the temple during afternoon prayers, and the the lame man uh, knows enough. We don't know much about his faith, but he knows enough to get his friends to take him. Uh, to the temple during this period of the day and he expects to find mercy at the temple. He expects to find some some aspect of the healing mercy of God at the temple. Um, he expects to find some grace at the temple. and I think there's a there's a little lesson here is that when we are blamed when we are in a place in our lives where we feel powerless or hopeless, that the worst thing to do is withdraw or isolate. We need to move towards the temple, towards places where God's people are worshiping and praying together. That's where we need to go. That's where um, miracles happen. That's where grace occurs. Seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, he asked to receive alms. So the man asked for help. And I think that's another good principle here. When you find yourself in a hopeless situation, ask for help. Uh, That might be as simple as, as asking a friend just to listen to you talk about the situation that you're in. Um, it might be a number of things, but uh, sometimes help doesn't come because we don't ask for advice, for counsel, for resources. Um, You know, I've been just overwhelmed by the amount of generosity of our church creating this COVID-19 fund. Um, We have not had many uh, applicants, and um, hopefully that's because uh, we've weathered the storm financially okay, but I also wonder if if maybe some of us are struggling and have not asked for help. You might feel hopeless about your finances and just need a little bit to tide you over. Well, ask for help. That's why it's there. And Peter directed his gaze at him, as did John, and he said, Look at us. And he fixed his attention on them, expecting to receive something from them. But Peter said, I have no silver and gold, but what I do have I give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and raised him up, and immediately his feet and ankles were made strong. The Hebrew prophets said that when the Messiah came to bring the kingdom of God, one of the ways you would know was him was that he would make lame people walk again. Isaiah 35, 5. The Messiah will come and the lame will leap like a deer. Jesus knew these messianic prophecies. And when John the Baptist's disciples came to Jesus and said, Hey, we're a little unclear here. Are you really the Messiah? Jesus says, Go and tell John what you hear and see. The blind receive their sight and the lame walk. The lepers are cleansed and the deaf hear. And the dead are raised up, and the poor have good news preached to them. So when when the kingdom of God breaks into a person's life, the lame walk. It's um it's one of the signs that God's kingdom is coming. Now sometimes this can be quite literal. Um, and I do believe in healing. In early March, a friend called and said that his brother was on a respirator or a ventilator in an ICU in Atlanta. He said the doctors had called to tell him there was nothing more they could do. He could not visit because of COVID, but um, he could FaceTime and say goodbye. Well, my friend uh, uh, went down, got him, and brought him up to Knoxville, essentially, so that he could die around family. But he also asked um, some of his friends, to pray for his brother, and we started to. Well, uh, shortly after he arrived, uh, the family asked me over to pray for the brother, and I was thinking it was a kind of an end-of-life prayer, kind of a peace as he he ends his life. But on the way in the door, the nephew said, you know, we were talking last night, and um, we're not ready to pray that prayer yet. Um, Let's pray for healing. So we did. Well, uh, I saw my friend Friday, and so from early May to this week, I don't know how many days that's been, uh, and I said, hey, how's your brother? And he said, it's a miracle. He said, and he's been off the ventilator now for almost a week, uh, and he and his wife are looking to buy a house in Knoxville. <laughs> yeah, He was just choking back tears as he described it. So I I know God doesn't always perform miracles, but... Sometimes he does. Uh, sometimes the lame really walk. So let's ask. I also think we can think of uh, the lame walking as a kind of metaphor, a symbol of God's creative power at work in, in hopeless situations. When Peter and John are praying for the lame man to walk in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, they are inviting the power of God into a hopeless situation to change it. They're asking Jesus to give power to a powerless man. Um, they're asking Jesus to restore his vocation and his community, and and Jesus does. So again, go back to that part of your life where you feel like the lame man, or where you feel powerless. Um, invite Jesus into that space. Um, invite the kingdom of God to break in to the place where you feel powerless. Um, Invite the power and presence of the one who walked the earth and healed the lame into where you need a miracle. And watch what happens. Um, now, you'll notice that Jesus doesn't answer the prayer in the way that the lame man asked. The lame man asked for money. Jesus gives him a healthy body so now he can work the rest of his life and not need to ask for money. And and you, when you ask Jesus to heal you, to uh, come into the place where you feel hopeless or powerless, He might do an instant miracle like He does in the story. Um, But He might answer your prayer in a different way. He might give you the resources to solve your own problem. He might give you another way to see your problem. He might give you the patience to endure your problem. He might show you how your part of the problem. He might bring someone to help you with the problem. He might change you as a result of the problem. (laughs) But ask. Don't just be passive about these things. Ask. Raise your right hand and ask Jesus Christ of Nazareth to bring the power of the kingdom into your hopeless place into the part of your life where you are lame and unable to walk out your calling and all the people saw him walking and praising god and recognized him as the one who sat at the beautiful gate of the temple asking for alms and they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him little detail here, Luke twice in the story mentions the name of where this happens, the beautiful gate. There were a number of gates around the temple. They all had names. Many of them are in the historical record. We've got quite a bit from that period describing this great temple. Interestingly, no um, historical record that we have mentions the name uh, the beautiful gate. Um, Historians are confused about which gate Luke meant. Luke was a careful historian and... So he puts this in here on purpose, and and I can't help but wonder if um, uh, there's sort of a subtle hint here that uh, this is a beautiful gate. This is where uh, something very beautiful happens as a, a lame man walks again. And so may the places that you and I gather this week with the people of God where we admit that we are powerless, where we call upon Jesus of Nazareth together to heal, and where the lame walk be beautiful gates for us.